let your Holy Spirit be present here this morning. Let Him be tangible in our midst. Let Him bless us because we are gathered here in your name. Thank you so very much, Father, that you help us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Put your hands together and be seated. Are you happy to be in church? Ask him, is church compulsory? It's compulsory. I'm not sure. But it should be in your hearts. This morning we are sharing from one of Bishop's books, Those Who Leave You. Amen. One of the great things about being a Christian is the certainty that when you die you're going to heaven yeah it is the certainty that that when you die when your time on earth ends you will go to heaven ask him are you sure i go to heaven ask him are you sure are you sure it is very dangerous to board a trotro and you're not sure where it's going it's very dangerous you're going to tafo when you check Ijisu. hey you have gone way off course and it's, it's happened to people who bothered trotros they were not sure and then they would find themselves in a place they had not expected at all to be there so it is very powerful to be sure of where you're going and one of the great things of our of being a believer is that you are sure you are going to heaven amen those who unfortunately are not going to heaven and there are people like that those who are not going there are two main reasons why somebody will not go to heaven number one nobody told him about Jesus and salvation I mean nobody told him that you must give your life to Christ and so because nobody told him he also didn't do it and it's unfortunate and that is why Bible says that we must go to the ends of the earth and preach the gospel teaching all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost and teaching them to observe all the commandments that he has commanded us we are supposed to go amen it is our commandments hallelujah tell somebody you must tell somebody about Jesus you must I you see I feel that Christianity has changed slightly because when I was younger we were so zealous to share with everybody what we had received ourselves we were so convinced of the truth of the gospel and so anybody you meet the person must hear that are you born again at a point it became an insult as if we are judging people but nowadays we don't seem to have that same uh, uh, zealous desire hallelujah hallelujah how many of us the whole of last week you didn't talk to anybody about Jesus Christ the whole of last week from Sunday to today no from Sunday after church to today you didn't 
tell anybody about Jesus Christ. Will you raise your hand? Nobody. A few. Oh, raise your hand properly. Let me see you. Maybe God will forgive you your sins. Yeah. You see, all here didn't raise their hand, but I'm sure all of them didn't tell. It is more common now among Christians not to share Christ than to share. It is more normal to meet a Christian and he will say nothing about his faith. How many agree with what I'm saying? It's more normal. Yeah. I mean, I was coming on the flight the other time and I sat by somebody and then he was holding a book. They asked him, so what church do you go to? There's always a way to bring up the issue. What church do you go to? I mean, how, how, what do you think about this? I mean, so many different ways. And then I found that he was in Gracefield's church. And then we talked a bit. And yeah. And I was here, he was here. And there was somebody between us. But I spoke to him first. And then he answered me. The person between us was caught between people talking around him. Then we asked him, are you born again? Yeah. How can you sit by somebody VIP for four hours to Accra and you will not talk about salvation? Ask your neighbor how. Explain to me. Oh, tap your neighbor. Explain to me how. It is not a common thing any longer. And that is why we are heading towards July. We are heading towards July in Lighthouse. July is the month of evangelism when everybody goes out to evangelize. But also, this Saturday is what they call the Global Outreach Day. The whole world, all churches everywhere have chosen one day, 30th May, that we're going to go out and talk to people about Christ. And then record how many people you talk to, how many become born again, and then text their number to us. We are collecting data. I think in Colombia last year they got about 600,000 people to join the church in one day yeah Colombia one day and in Nigeria it was something million hey Nigeria everything is big <laughs> yeah everything is king size you know but it is a reality that we must tell people about what we have except unless you are ashamed of it that one to be no fine that we are not confident to talk about our, our gospel. We must tell people about our salvation. There are some who will not believe. No problem. You told them. And the Bible says that in that case, in Ezekiel, we are, we are delivered of their blood. That means we warned them and they decided not to believe or they couldn't believe. Yeah, it says when the watchman cries, the sword is coming, and they take heed, they'll be delivered, and their blood will be saved. But when they don't take heed, they will perish, but their blood will be on their heads. And so it is our obligation, are you here this, to share our faith with people. It doesn't matter how much you know or how little you know, but we are obliged, we are, we are supposed to share our faith. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. So tell your neighbor, you are supposed to share your faith with somebody. But there, there is another group again of people who believe the gospel. They, they hear 
they believe but unfortunately along the line they give it up they give it up they stop believing for whatever reason offense hurts anger or whatever they stop believing then they depart back into the world and the, and the biblical person we have is Demas second Timothy chapter 4 verse 10 who left Paul because he loved the world and some will leave that is why I am here this morning because people leave us amen, amen. as I stand here as I look into their house I some Demas Demas who uh, left the church and some people leave us and um, as we sit here I can see some people who are not here amen I, I have some people who I know I, I know where they used to sit one two three four their names come to my mind I know where they used to sit one was sitting here one was there one was in the choir somewhere and, and they are no longer here again and it is not a reality but it happens it happens in the church and so this morning i want us to i'm preaching from the book those who leave us so that we can understand clearly what happens when somebody leaves church and why you should not leave church and what you should do to somebody you know who has left church i didn't hear amen because I am certain many of us know somebody who has left church how many know somebody who has left church who used to go to church but has stopped Can I, yeah he, he has stopped they are at home they, they are they used to be church I met somebody uh, I, we call a certain church but he doesn't go again and when you're asking why no real reason and so this morning we are starting today and to look at the reasons that people have for leaving church and it is often inspired by um, spiritual forces hallelujah hallelujah they are they are often um, spirits that drive people to behave the way they do and so when somebody leaves church it is often a spirit something has entered him to make him behave this way because unless you never come to church you'll agree that church is a very good thing and a good place to be amen how many agree church is very good even though you don't come often it's, it's a very good it's a good place how many are happy when they come to church once a week or once every two weeks whichever some come once every two weeks two of us we have members like that they come every two weeks that one too is inside but when you come i'm not happy that every two weeks when you come you remind me this morning i'm not happy are you happy okay some don't come regularly but when they come they are happy is that not the case are you here this evening like that give me a wave you don't come but when you come you are happy you came give me a wave only one person, Margaret, is with you, and all the rest of you, you accept it. It's a, it's a, real, it's a reality. Hallelujah. And so, this morning we are sharing what drives people out of churches. Isaiah 
chapter 14. Maybe the most significant spirit that drives people out of church is the spirit of Lucifer. That makes people leave their position. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Thou art cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend unto heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. This is Lucifer talking and declaring his intentions. And then this is what this is God's answer. You shall be brought down to hell to the sides of the pits. Amen. Amen. And so we, we see here um, one of God's creations, an angel, Lucifer. A very nice name. When you have a dog or any other cat, call him Lucifer. It's a very nice name. Not your child, not your child, but a dog, or you can call it a dog, that's Lucifer. Amen. Amen. You shall be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit, because Lucifer walked out of his place. He, God placed him in the Garden of Eden to walk along the coals of fire. God set him there. He was placed there. God, when God created everything, he set everything in his place. And Lucifer was set in their place in the Garden of Eden. But he left his place. He, you, you, Lucifer left the place that God had set him. And he walked out of that place. Another person who behaved in the same way is Judas. Judas was chosen by Jesus. Jesus came to the earth. He walked on the earth. He went to pray all night. Then he selected 12, 12 member people to be with him. I am sure, Tony, but I'm sure if Jesus came to the world today to choose 12, he wouldn't choose you. You'll be inside 12. Kai, you. Even 100, Jesus to choose 100, you. You'll be inside. Number, ask, what number do you think you would be? If Jesus was choosing his disciples, he came again to choose. Even in this church, number 12, you won't get. It, it means Jesus chose good people, the very best. And then Judas walked out on, on Jesus and he just left and went to be um, with the Pharisees, with the other people. Amen. You see, I am explaining to you this morning that some people walk out of churches. They walk out of congregations. They walk out of families families of God that we have some people who are members and we all know them they have left us and gone and and gone their own way and often as they go they have reasons why they left the church they have I mean everybody who leaves a church will produce a reason the pastor is doing this the church is this the offering is not they are chopping the offering the pastor went one day and he bought a new car and that's my offering is the, the back tire is my offering is going 
and then people what one one person went to visit his pastor when he went to the pastor's house this is some time ago what he saw he saw a satellite dish in the pastor's house he said hey the pastor has dstv i have stopped church why are is my money they have taken to buy the subscription for the pastor so i've stopped church hey the pastor has ds tell somebody dstv you see it's it is is it a it it, lucifer was belonging to a very good person leader and then one day he walked out and as he walked out as anybody walks out they will always try to find a reason they will try to give a reason to to leave to explain their action they will say that the church is this the church is that the pastor is this they, i mean you know the reasons they give don't you know the reasons they give or you don't know hey are you here this morning yeah they give reasons they tell you so many stories you see what i am saying this morning is that the spirit of lucifer which is twins to the spirit of judas is a spirit that will leave a good place it will leave a good place and there will be no reason why that person should leave because there cannot be any reason why lucifer should walk out of god's god's garden i cannot imagine any bad thing that jesus did that would make judas angry to walk out i can't imagine jesus as a very bad inhumane wicked uncompromising unrelenting leader who was so bad that the only way to be there is to to survive is to walk out i can't see jesus in that light can you can you no i can't see him at all it means that jesus was doing everything right he was doing everything right yes he went and sacked them from the temple yes he made them pick up the leftovers yes he sent them to go and bring the donkey yes go and prepare the upper room he sent them they did things for him but he was a very good leader and they decided that judas had no reason ever to lead the church and so very often are you here this morning very often people who walk out of churches in reality they have no reason in reality in truth they have no reason why they walk out of church but to cover themselves they make up reasons and they find something to say something negative about the church the pastor has made his son the co-pastor hey the church these days one church bought a car for the pastor it became a problem one man was there for a long time he said what i can't see development i asked him what is development <laughs> i can't see development and then he left the church somebody came eh, they're talking about me then he left the church ask him about who should i talk about i mean who why are we here what is the purpose of our being together but we find reasons that are not reasons why we leave the church amen, amen. and so this morning i want us to be aware of that reality that do not let anybody nobody should ever convince you that there is a reason why we are leaving the church no 
Nobody should ever convince you. Nobody should ever. There is never a reason. Amen. There is never a reason at all. Listen, one day, some disciples came to Jesus to ask him. Some Pharisees came to him and asked him, Lord Jesus, on what grounds can we divorce our wives? I'm sure the man has seen some nice new young girl and he wanted to change his wife for a new version of the girl. And so some nice slimmer girl has come and his wife has put on weight after seven pregnancies. So he wants to change. And he asked, under what grounds and what purposes can we change our wives? And Jesus said, he said, Moses said that under the grounds of fornication, we can change. What do you think? They were trying to make Jesus to endorse their wrong motives. And he said that, listen, from the beginning, with the mind of God, from the very heart of God, when you make a friendship, when you make a commitment to anybody, it is supposed to be permanent. It is not that I, I'm your friend for now, and then after a while, I'm not your friend again. That's not how friendship is. I didn't hear an amen. amen. I said that is not how friendship is. That we are friends for today, then after a while, when something happens, we stop being friends again. Just yesterday, I went for a funeral. And the funeral I went to was my classmate, who was my classmate from Form 1. And many of you were not born when I was in Form 1. Many of you, I won't say the time, what year I went to Form 1. Yeah, you were not born when I was in Form 1. And I've had a friend and I've kept him. Even though he was in America for about 15 years recently. I've kept him, we have been friends since Form 1. 1970-something. <laughs> Amen because relationships are meant to be kept they are meant to be kept tell your neighbor you are supposed to be my friend for life check your neighbor you are supposed to be my friend for life check your neighbor yeah and so they asked jesus how can we divorce our wives he said that no 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 from the beginning it was not so tell her husband it means that even if your wife has stopped cooking you can't divorce her you are still stuck with her if your wife has changed you are stuck with her if there's no more sex in your house so i'm sorry for you you are stuck with the woman go back home and sleep lie in the corner and sleep there is no basis for divorce again that is the reality according to god's plan that when you form ask your neighbor what part of your body can you easily dispose of ask him choose one i want to cut something what can i cut what what can i your toe your fingers what can i cut even your Chinese hair, I can't cut it. That one, when, I'm, when they bring us, let's cut something, and you see their reaction, they will stop church. When we cut Chinese hair, they will stop the church and go and come again. There is no part of the body that is disposable. There is no relationship that we can easily walk away from. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, you are my friend forever. And you are supposed to remain. Uh, tell them we will quarrel. Ah, where are the husbands? How many have quarreled with their wives? Raise your hand. Husbands who have quarreled with their wives, raise your hand properly. My hand is up too because I, <laughs> we have quarreled before. Ah, when you finish quarreling, where do you go? Back to the bedroom with them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's our portion. We stay. Amen. And so there is no justification to walk away. It is therefore a certain spirit that can enter into you 
that can change your heart and then something that was once good suddenly don't like it again it's a spirit listen how can you be there with a woman you have been by her side for seven years 18 years 20 years 22 years 25 years you have been by her side walking up and down walking up and down walking up and down come 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 somebody's wife doesn't matter you have been with their wife walking up and down one year two years seven years 21 years 55 years i don't know how many years you are walking then one day i'll walk again with you how can you just walk away like that just one day i've changed my mind tell them how can you change your mind like that how can you change your mind like that something must enter into you and you see when something enters into you what happens is suddenly something that you saw as nice now you change it's not nice again the same thing that was nice to you your pastors preaching the church atmosphere the choir the all the things that to you were nice suddenly you you change because the church hasn't changed they have not changed if they change can they change gradually over time if they change the change is not enough to disturb you because you should have left her long ago but you didn't and then we live gradually then we change in our hearts amen because a spirit has entered into us hallelujah it's the spirit of lucifer a spirit that makes you suddenly unhappy with something you had and that's what happens to church members because we listen i'm preaching to you so that you will never leave this church amen i i I am that's my purpose because a spirit of madness and luciferic behavior is the only thing that one day will enter you and you get up and say "Eh, the pastor is a gun and say what I've, I've always been a guy. I did become a guy yesterday. But you not say it ah, until one day when you remember, but how can a guy come to Kumasi and be a leader in Kumasi? Because you have changed. Amen. And it is that spirit that enters you that makes you change from within. First Kings, another spirit that's, that is working. First Kings, chapter 22 another spirit that can make us walk away out of our relationships is a spirit of false prophecy which is very important in this our Kumasi town here a spirit of false prophecy first king chapter 22 and verse 20 and the Lord said who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead. And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. You see, there was a meeting. A discussion was going on on how to get somebody to go and kill himself. There was a discussion going on in heaven. How to get somebody to change his life and move out of his place and go. And, and the, one person said, oh, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. And God said, no, it's too make it's too make. They were all discussing. And he wasn't impressed at their plans. No, I want to go and make him poor. No, he will leave. He'd rather go and pray more. I want to make him rich. He may backslide, but I'll come to church and be a big man in the church. I'll give him a new girlfriend. He'll be a fornicator and he'll stay in church. 
God was trying to see how to get the person out of church. Because things happen that can drive you out of church. 21. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And he said, how? How will you persuade him? And he said, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. And the Lord said, ah, that's a very good plan. That's a very good plan. As for second wife, adultery, they can be adulterers and still in church. You can say amen. <laughs> they can even go to a malam part-time, have some waistband around their waist and they'll come and sit in the church properly. Hey, no problem. No, they can even be there. They can have two wives, one here, one at another church, and they can be in church. Many things can go wrong and they will stay in church. But he said that, ah, there is one thing that I can do. I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of their prophets. Verse 23, and he said, go. And he went, and behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these thy prophets. And the Lord has spoken evil. Listen, sometimes people here have been told by prophetic people, they've gone for a prophetic meeting, they've gone for some prayer camp, they've gone for something, and they have been, they have eventually left church to go and join that place. Yeah. I know people who have gone to stadium to go and pray at stadium, go to prayer meeting, prayer camp, or Joshua's places where we are doing, uh, uh, what? They're going to go and do a come share, a country, they're going to all kinds of places, and you are here, and you know what I'm talking about. And they've gone to those places, and then after a while, they go once, they say, hey, Charlie, I, I need a job. They say, I have this, uh, some spirit, I had a dream. They go one, they go two, they go three. Then after a while, they leave church and they become members of the stadium prayer group. And they wear the wristband and everything. They have gone to join the group. Hey, why? Because a lying spirit has entered your ear that this is another place where you can be. So they have moved you from your place by a spirit that has told you this one also. And you see, it's a false prophet. Because they would come to you under the guise of the same God we serve. I'm preaching this morning, I don't care. Yeah, they will come to you under the guise. They will say that the Lord said, the Lord said, then come here. They will come with the same words that God has said. And yet we are serving the same God. If it's the same God, why are you living here to go there? If it's the same God, why have you removed yourself from a chair in my church to go and sit at the stadium and go and do a chitri, a chitri, a chitri, a chitri? Why? Why have you moved? It's the same God. Why have you left? Because if somebody has tried to remove you. They, they tried to remove you many other ways. They couldn't. But uh, you see, we believe. Tell somebody we believe these things. We believe prophetic words. We believe prophecy. When we hear some God. <laughs> ah, so something is coming something is coming it's a lying prophecy it's coming and they know you believe it and they know you are affected by the person stands there say when my hand is moving like this i feel it i feel it power has come in the room what power has come to the room can't you 
tell me, you to shake your hand and see. You to shake your hand. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Shake your leg. It's the same thing. It's the same thing they are doing up there for you. Are you anointed shaking your leg here? You are here. Are you anointed? You are not. You are just sitting here, look at me, shaking your leg. But that thing has removed people out of churches. Out of churches. And they are going to put them at other places. No. They have gone to say, oh, I'm looking for, where, here they pray. Here they pray. Where, here they pray. What do you mean there they pray? Our prayer meeting, do you come? You don't come for our prayer meetings. You think we don't pray here? If we didn't pray here, how can we do what we are doing? Hey. He said, if the Lord be not with you, no one can do these things. Nobody can do what, you see, if God is not with you, a lot of things you cannot do it are you here this morning false prophets oh there are lots not all not all but there are lots and the unfortunate thing are you here this morning i'll tell you the unfortunate thing is that many of the good prophets don't announce themselves they just move quietly in their circles and it's the other ones they go on radio billboard hey i saw one prophet be he was carrying a mermaid hey <laughs> carrying a mermaid and then also there's some billboard be on the way to Sunani. hey wow creatures deliverance church come out deliver you of every i'll go there if i had a dream i'll also go there some but it's not it's not the case amen a spirit that believes in false prophecy will remove you from your place and make you move out of this place a third spirit is a spirit of deception spirit of deception what's deception it is to believe a lie that's deception to believe a lie once i come and tell you something that is not true i tell you something that is not true and you believe it oh you are deceived and satan is a master deceiver with a plan revelation chapter 20 revelation chapter 20 verse 7 and when the thousand years are expired satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go forth to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth Gog and Magog to bring them together to battle. That's Satan's plan. To deceive the nations and to bring them together to battle. So Satan's plan are you here this morning? Satan's plan is that to take one person get up and then bring him and take another person and then bring them two brothers and then he'll tell them you are too fat. Tell them you are too short. Tell them you are too fair. You are, tell them you are and then he'll come and set them against each other. So they fight. How many have done some before? Set two friends against each other and you stand back and watch them quarrel. How many have done some before? Let me see your... Uh, raise your hand. One person. You've done some before? Yeah. They've done some before. Yeah. You go and say, Charlie, he said that you are too short. Come and say, Charlie, they see that you are black. Ah. Come and set to say two things to set them against each other and that's satan's plan 
that he has come to set us against each other and how does he do it by telling you lies by telling you lies that they, tell you, they don't like you they don't like you yet they say things about you that's satan's plan and he will deceive you that what it is better over there it is better over there that is the greatest deception that has befallen many people that it is better over there if i divorce my wife i will have peace tell somebody no 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 rather you're getting more troubles because after you divorce and you marry again now you have stepchildren you have a woman somewhere who has children and she's cursing you every day and you have children who are fighting hey, your case is worse now it's better over there i told somebody you are moving from one church to another church i said listen you you say that here you are not happy go and see over there you will not settle you will not settle you will always be unhappy be like a visitor i'm here you're not a visitor here you remember but you're going to go to a different place you'll be a visitor among them oh, after some time you are still a visitor is the deception amen is the deception that it is a better ask somebody look look are we the best church in this city and the answer is no and the question is which is the best church in the city and the answer is none because all of us have our problems one person has nice choir but no follow-up one has very nice deep sea fishing but the choir can sing off key everybody has this problem there is no perfect church hallelujah and so the idea that if i live here i'll find a place where everything works now it's not true and the fourth a fourth spirit the first spirit is the spirit of lucifer that makes you leave for no reason the second is the spirit of false prophecy that will speak to you in the name supposed name of god to make you move to another place where god wants you there that is not true the third is spirit of deception where you are deceived into believing a lie that you're not loved yeah you're not loved here you're not wanted here tell somebody we if nobody cared for you would we be trying to keep you here if i mean you, you tell somebody that you, this is our place tell your neighbor this is our church it is a very dangerous lie to believe that nobody cares for you amen and the fourth reason why you may leave the church is because of the spirit of foolishness amen, amen. the spirit of foolishness hallelujah because a lot of people behave foolishly when it comes to when it comes to these things hallelujah foolishness makes you take wrong decisions it is only when you don't understand things that when they ask you a question two plus two then you answer five you don't know it's a wrong answer and you had options you could have said three four or five when they ask you two plus two true or false yeah you could have said any of the three but you chose the wrong one 
you chose the wrong one and that is the evidence that in you is a spirit of foolishness are you here when they ask you what's the capital of the northern region then you say uh, Bolga they will give you Tema, Tamale, Bolga or Boku choose the capital of the northern region you have four choices true or false hey true or false you have four choices it is when you choose the wrong one that you become what you become what a fool yeah but when they ask you the capital and you say tamale correct oh you are wise why you chose the right thing and so a spirit of foolishness is what is will enter into you and make you choose the wrong thing amen, amen. it will make you choose the wrong thing that was working against you hey you're quiet this morning here Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 1 says the why every wise woman buildeth her house yeah every wise person is adding and building onto what they have in this life but the foolish plucketh it down with her own hands amen. amen listen it is a sign of foolishness that you take a bad decision and it will work against you it is a sign it is foolishness is when you are unable to be advised and to be counseled so that you can change something and and and, and behave in a different way that's the spirit of foolishness amen, amen. Are, are you here this morning that is the spirit that is working in somebody when nobody can advise you and nobody can give you any further new instruction because you are you know everything nobody knows everything so when nobody can ever now influence you and the way you dress the way you behave the way you walk nobody can influence you again you have become a fool how can nobody nobody can tell you that your dressing your dress is too short why why can no one ever tell you that sister your breast is showing too much cover it how can young man nobody can tell you that the girl you are working with is not a good thing stop walking so close you see why can no one correct you again how can nobody can ever advise you are, are you the best is are you complete amen that nobody can talk to you and nobody can correct and comment on anything about you nobody can eh, there's a scripture proverbs chapter 1 verse 25 but ye have set at naught my counsel and would none of my reproof that everything that someone says to you you reject it every advice you reject it every everything someone tells you you reject it listen i was telling the first service in this church i am the greatest person the highest person in this church highest there's god the father god the son god the holy spirit then there's me in this church 
yeah because i'm the i'm the i'm the senior most person in this church oh it's not true it's true people like go and the church i'm the but you see even even in this place i take a lot of advice from a lot of people a lot of things i do people tell me things a lot of things i do i get counsel my pastors always ask them i ask them pastor reggie pastor De- i always ask them questions yeah people who are even not my koi are you my koi calls <laughs> just to be sure are you my koi calls i don't my koi calls they themselves they say they're not my koi calls and i ask them questions and then yet i can take advice from them recently i went somewhere with my son i have my my third son i was with him and went somewhere and then we're doing a project and when he came then he said something one two three things when he said i said ah what you are saying is true i have been here many many times but i have not seen or realized what you you came with your small troublesome eyes you can see things i can't see you've come to say something very wise at once i changed at once i changed something in my design how come you nobody can advise you how come when you are making something you're taking a decision nobody can make you change your mind once i talked to a couple they were leaving church hey i sat down we spoke about five hours we sat here in my office we spoke five hours we spoke i spoke i talked to them ah then he went away then he came again another three hours we talk talk do you know talk hey we talk when we are finished talking ah the guy so how hey nobody can change your mind i said nobody is that how you are no it is the spirit of foolishness that means that you are so adamant and so determined only a fool cannot be advised only a fool will never accept i am wrong yeah but that's not our case amen, amen. because there's no fool in this house here yeah. tell somebody listen advise me when you see so tell anybody advise me tell me something hey tell anybody listen don't keep quiet when you see my hairstyle is not correct don't keep quiet say it hey when i'm walking in the town and my zipper's open at the back and you see don't say mm, it's on to you say it don't don't keep quiet don't keep quiet you must appreciate people that tell you the truth appreciate them amen i said appreciate people who will open their mouths to risk it and tell you something that is hard and difficult because they are the best friends i tell you they are the best friends somebody who can tell you that sister the blue lipstick i'm sure that you can change the color and use pink it will work pink will work i mean blue lipstick somebody wear blue lipstick (laughs) in case nobody okay nobody but you to blue lipstick how how can you wear blue lipstick it's not ah it's not it's so fine and i saw one black lipstick i'm taking i see there's none here too black lipstick it's not easy black only black hair and and that's all black eye is that there is no natural blackness on the human flesh why are you putting black and blue on the human flesh plus green 
things. Hey! You do why wearing red socks? Why wearing red socks? Don't wear red socks again. Amen. No one's wearing red socks. Don't look. Why are you looking? Mind your business. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid to correct me. You see, even when I react, it's my flesh. Yeah. When you see something and I react, it's my flesh. I know it's true, but my flesh is embarrassed or is hurt by my mistake. I am, I am disappointed with myself that you had to tell me my skirt is too low. I should have seen myself. I should have known myself it was too low. But somehow my brain wasn't working well. And now you have seen it. That Oh, Charlie, I can see everything when you are walking. Ah, then you are shy. Then you are angry. Why are you looking down there? No, 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 no. Rather say, oh, Charlie, I need dropping to go home and go and change. That's a better mind. Are you here this morning? Listen. Tell somebody, this is the body to which I belong. Tell him, I will, you must never, I will never allow a part of my body to go easily. No. I, me, as the head, say pastor, don't say I, I'm the pastor. Say the pastor, I will not allow anybody to leave the church easily. No, I will fight, I will discuss, I will call you for a meeting. Unless you pass back to that, I don't see you. Otherwise, I would do my best to keep you. But you too, do not easily walk out of a place. Value and appreciate that this is a place where God has set us. I don't know how you came here. I don't know what wind brought you here. Whether we went to fish you or you came by yourself. I'm not too sure your origins. But it doesn't matter. Because your body parts, some you grow and some you add like your hair. But when, once it added to your hair, it's yours. Once you've cut, you're going to put Columbia hair on your head, it's yours. Nobody can easily cut it and you will keep quiet. When you go and paint your fingernails, don't they will grow again. Nobody should cut it when it's not your, you, don't, you haven't planned to. Keep everything you have. Amen. Amen. Let us remain as a church. Let us stay together as a family. And let nothing, no spirit must ever enter into our minds or our hearts to remove us from our place and set us where we don't belong. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Put your hands together. I want us to pray for ourselves. You see, these things don't come consciously. They are spirits. They may come through offense. They may come through somebody made a comment. They may come through association with other friends who have the bad spirits, who are also rebels themselves. These things come onto us unknowingly. Nobody plans to go and destroy himself. We just fall into it. This morning, do me a favor. Let us pray for ourselves for just one minute. Let us stand to our feet and pray for ourselves. And just pray, Lord, don't allow any spirits any such evil or wicked spirit to enter my heart. Don't let any such thing to be allowed to find a place in my heart. Just for one second, pray for yourself this morning. Just, Lord, purify my heart. Let my heart not be captive. Let me not be deceived 
by people's lies, false prophets, uh, uh, deception. Let no evil, wicked spirit enter into my heart in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you are this morning, just say a prayer to yourself and that Lord will keep me and protect me. My heart, guard my heart, keep my heart from all this in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, just say a word of prayer. Lay your hands on your hearts. Say, this is my heart. I don't trust you because you are easily deceived by things, by words, by, by appearances, by human conditions, by poverty, by money. Your heart, you are easily deceived. Lord, help this heart not to be deceived. Help this heart to remain true to you. Help this heart to remain focused on the thing that you have given us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just pray for one minute for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together this morning. You want to bow your heads. You want to close your eyes. You are here and you are not sure that you are born again. You are here this morning as I speak. And you are not sure that you belong to Jesus. And you can say that Jesus is your Lord, your Master and your Savior. But you want to know Him and serve Him. So this morning, before you leave this place, do me a favor. Lift your right hand so I can pray for you. And let you help you to become a member of the body of Christ. You are here this morning. And I'm born again. Just thank you. I see your hand at the back there. Anybody else? You are not sure. Thank you. I see your hand, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. You are not sure you are born again. But you want to be born again. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand too on my left hand side. Thank you. God bless you. Do me a favor. Please just come to me with your hand raised on my left hand side over there. Just come to me. Just come. Oh, dance together. Just come. God bless. Oh, you have to clap me. I want us to pray this morning. I want us all to pray. Oh, clap for one more brother. He's coming. Just clap for him. I want us to pray. It is the beginning of a relationship. It is an entry to the family of God. And all of us who are here now become your brothers and your sisters. And so this prayer we are coming to pray is a prayer from our hearts. I will lead you the prayer. But it's your prayer that you must pray. And Jesus will hear and he will answer. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus this, morning, this morning, I believe you are the Son of God, I believe they are son of God. who came to earth to die for us. This morning, I come to you just as I am. And I, I'm grateful. I thank you that the blood you shed at Calvary has the power to wash away all my sins. This morning, forgive me of all my sins. Wash them away. Change my heart and make it new. Lord Jesus, thank you that you died, that I should not die. And your body was broken that I should not be destroyed. But I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have made me a child of God. I am now in the family of God. 
write my name in the book of life and thank you Lord that you said you are going to prepare a place for me prepare that place that I will be with you in paradise forever thank you father for sending Jesus today I am born again and I belong to Jesus and he is my Lord my master my Savior and my friend in the name of Jesus amen father thank you so very much for my brothers and my sister as they stand here this morning to confess you as the Lord and as the Savior of this world I pray father that you draw them close unto yourself into a family relationship that make them to become your dear beloved children and mark them with the seal of the Holy Spirit I pray God that from today these ones will forever belong to you let them be our brothers in this family of God and let us together serve you until our last breath thank you for salvation that we have in Jesus name Amen Amen.